morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host, Luke Throop, here on another magical, mindful, maniacal Monday morning for Torch Report 394. The merciless assault on common sense continues. Today, friends, there is an endless stream of shameless shysters out there peddling you all sorts of nonsense, but here is what they're not telling you. Over the weekend, there was an enormous amount of hype and scuttlebutt about a big Russian mutiny. Russia, Russia, Russia. And supposedly the uh, the mercenary Wagner group had turned on Putin and they were marching on Moscow and it was going to be the end of the regime. And this was a game changer. This was major. Everybody look, look over there. It's the Russians. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Was this all a bunch of BS? Hey, did you hear about how that $6 billion accounting error at the Pentagon just might have been used by the CIA to bribe, you know, this uh, Russian mercenary to drive another PSYOP to dupe the American people yet again? You know, or, or maybe this was Putin st- stealthily moving Wagner's war-hardened troops to a nuclear-equipped Belarus just a couple hundred miles north of Kiev. You know, who knows what's really going on? Hmm, I don't really care. I, I, I really do not care, friends. Uh, in other news... You know, this whole thing about Russia, it just it's like it sucks all the air up like a vacuum in the news cycle. So people are freaking out about it and all that, you know, and other news, the institutional rot in America's so-called democracy continues unabated. You know, more news, more information coming out. And for whatever reason, people still seem to think that the next election cycle is somehow going to fix it all, despite the following set of facts. And uh, I I got a, a little list here. It's coming from an article that was over. It was uh, the institutional rot in a thousand words or less. And it goes through and it lists 19 different issues like the fact that the IRS was probing Biden's money money laundering uh, payments from hostile nations back before the 2020 election. The FBI and the IRS wanted to search Biden's house back before the 2020 election. You know, the FBI had authenticated Hunter Hunter Biden's laptop. you know, with, the, with all the crack pipe pictures and all that kind of stuff, you know, before the 2020 election, all this kind of stuff had gone on. Uh, voluminous documentation of myriad felonies, you know, that nobody ever did anything about, right? Instead, the FBI hatched a plot to work with social media companies to, you know, suggest that this was all Russia, Russia disinformation. You know, the FBI used the 2016 Russia collusion probe, uh, which the Durham report just proved was essentially an extension of the Clinton campaign. But, you know, the FBI was using this, you know, Russia, Russia, Russia to, to basically rationalize rigging the 2020 election. The FBI again, was spying on Trump and Giuliani and all these other people, you know. Then they were working with Twitter and Facebook to, to push it all out there like Russia, Russia, Russia. Friends. It's just sick. It's disturbing. You know, nonetheless, you know, they continue on. And all of this stuff is is like I said, it's continuing unabated. There's no accountability. They've done nothing. They've done absolutely nothing. The Mueller probe, you know, nothing. The Russian hoax, nothing. They're doing nothing about it. You know, all of this has been well documented. It has been known for years. And yet, special counsel John Durham did nothing. 
House and Senate Republicans have done nothing. And the only reasonable expectation at this point is that nothing is going to happen except for, of course, more of the same, which I believe is why, you know, they're uh, Katie McFarland, you know, former national security advisor saying that the, uh, you know, the, the same, the FBI, the CIA, et cetera, they're going to rig the 20. 20- 24 election. They're already doing that. And, you know, if you listen really closely, can you hear it? You know, there's nothing like the sound of political theater in the morning, friends. I can almost hear the circus music coming from D.C. today. You know, and of course, at the same time, while the circus music is playing, the sock puppet in the Oval Office, a.k.a. the Delaware dictator Joseph Biden himself, he continues to parade around the country campaigning on a very unifying message. He says that, you know, we don't need guns. The Patriots don't need guns to fight government tyranny. You know, if you want to fight the government, you need an F-16 for that. He's still out there saying it again. And, uh, you know, Kurt Slitcher over at Town Hall, he spelled it out really brilliantly. He said this. He said, quote, one constant component of Biden's stump speech is a line of nonsense that essentially boils down to us not needing real guns to fight government tyranny. Because the government, his government, will unleash the F-16s on you uppity peasants if you fail to fall in line and obey your elite masters. Now, says Slitcher, he says, I'm not persuaded by the argument that says, You're crazy for thinking you need guns to resist tyranny. Oh, and also, we will murder you and your family if you attempt to resist tyranny. End quote. Friends, we live in crazy times. I mean, this is absolute insanity. If you just take it all, you know, at face value, look at it. What's going on in Russia? What's going on in our own government? I mean, it's just, it's just. Yeah, like I said, it's insanity. It's 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 ludicrous. It's absurd. It's preposterous. I don't even know. You know, every time I turn around, there's another train wreck dumping toxic chemicals into some pristine river. You know, some jackass dictator out there threatening to nuke the heartland. I don't know if you heard about, uh, you know, North Korea. Oh, we're going to nuke the heartland. Whatever. You know, some staged neo-Nazi photo op happening. In Oregon City, you know, some some Fed boys trying to set up some peaceful patriots, you know, all, all this stuff. You know, there's a progressive educator out there today advocating for the slaughter of conservative Americans. Those are just five little stories there that are out in the news today. This is what passes as news today. And this is why I taught, you know, the, the merciless assault on common sense. I mean, come on, you gotta be kidding me. Who buys into this crap? But unfortunately. Plenty of people do, you know, they, again, take the average person. You think, well, they're not that smart, which means half the people out there are real effing idiots, just to quote George Carlin. Now, while all this is going on, there is something more important going on. And that is the global cabal that's trying to enslave us all in a great inescapable socialist surveillance state. And the fact that the commies are taking over the world now, uh, All the financial roads right now, if you were to look in the financial literature today, it's rapidly converging on global digital currencies. The IMF is out there laying down the framework for global digital currencies saying, oh, well, we can't have all these central bank digital coins that are are isolated to, you know, some national level central bank. We need a global central bank digital coin. We need global digital currencies. And at the same time that the IMF is doing that, 
The United Nations are out there continuing to advance their uh, sector of the agenda, which is the push for global digital identification, global digital IDs. And of course, it's going to keep people safe. I mean, that way we can track everybody anywhere. Nobody ever gets lost. Okay, so we've got global digital currencies being pushed at the same time that global digital IDs are being pushed. And at the same time, the WHO, the World Health Organization, is rolling out their framework for global digital passports you know and of course that's all based on you know vaccine passports and all that there it was a big hype out uh last week about how the uh the who is using the eu's framework for digital vaccine passports that's the framework for the global digital passports so global digital currency global digital idea global digital passports coming soon to a town near you friends and it feels to me like the noose is tightening, doesn't it? I mean, it feels like it's getting tighter and tighter. So while everybody's paying attention to all this political theater, all this crap distraction, the noose is getting tighter. And of course, if you if you know what's really going on, if you are in the know, which of course I know that you are in the know because you are one of the astute listening audiences here, thetorchreport.com, I will not insult your intelligence. You know that all of this is necessary to save the planet. I mean, this is global digital cooperation, global digital cooperation, just dripping with altruistic intent. It's all about our common agenda. It's all necessary. The global digital cooperation, global digital currency, global digital ID, global digital passports. It's all necessary to save the planet. And if for some reason that's not new to you, not familiar with, I'm sorry, if it's not familiar with you, if it is new to you, I did put a screenshot in here, friends. If you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com. Check out thetorchreport.com, torchreport394. You'll see the spiffy screenshot coming straight off of the United Nations Sustainable Development website. Okay, And it says, figure two right here, it says global digital cooperation and the sustainable development goals. Number one, numero uno, primo, they say digital IDs linked with bank or mobile money accounts. That's the number one goal right there. Digital IDs linked with bank or mobile money accounts. So, okay, <laughs> there's no question about the number one goal is to link digital IDs to your digital bank account, all right? That's happening. And of course, uh, if you were to read further down in their little excerpt there, this is all part of the global cabal's social protection programs, right? They're, they they got to protect people. They got to keep people safe and they're going to do it by giving everybody a global digital ID and a global digital passport and global digital currency so that we can all globally digitally cooperate. It's, <laughs> it's happening friends right before our very eyes. Now, on a totally different front, like radically different front, I'm not sure if you're aware of the fact that we now have robotic dogs that are being equipped with flamethrowers and they're being dubbed the Thermonators. Thermonators. Don, don, don. The Thermonators. I mean, <laughs> I mean, who the hell comes up with this stuff? You know, you know what? I think I'm going to strap a flamethrower on this robotic dog and call it the Thermonator. And I'm going to sell these robotic armed Thermonators, you know, to people around the world. And by the way, there is some video out where they're actually delivering and deploying these armed robotic dogs by drone. So you take a drone, they fly an armed robotic dog, drop it wherever they want. And I find it absolutely very highly disturbing that this is happening. 
Okay. Now, you could read into it just a little bit, but I'm sure that these armed robotic dogs with flamethrowers that can be dropped off by drones have absolutely nothing to do. They have nothing to do with the unprecedented number of wildfires that have been cropping up in the Canadian wilderness. Where are all these wildfires coming from? I don't know. Probably has nothing to do with drones dropping off robotic dogs that have flamethrowers. I'm just guessing, you know, or the fact that now right here in Washington state, Washington state officials have officially forecast that we will be at the epicenter of a well above average fire season. Hmm, you know, the Thermonators are being dropped off by drones, and we are now at the epicenter of a well-above-average fire season. What a coincidence. Moving on, friends. There is a twist here. I did put the uh, the link to the video there of the Thermonator, the FlameBot 9000. I wonder what, you know, if you could just apply for the company and say, I'd like to get a FlameBot 9000. I got to burn some weeds out in my field, you know. Maybe you could use them to burn some weeds out of the halls of corruption. I don't know. Now... Here's the twist. In a world where reality can be and reality is being warped in real time, none of this stuff really matters. Everything that I just said really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because the majority of people remain blissfully ignorant. They remain completely unaware. Now, don't get me wrong. In reality, all of this stuff does matter. The political corruption does matter. The Russian psyops do matter. You know, the the flame throwing dogs do matter. Uh, digital currencies, digital IDs, you know, digital cooperation at the global scale that does matter. But in reality, most people are not living in reality. That's the problem. So it doesn't seem to matter. So there's not people out there pushing back against it. And I don't think, unfortunately, that that's going to be getting better anytime soon. Today, there are leftists out there making the case that what we really need are far fewer choices for food, for example. Okay, this is a little bit higher priority. The implication is that, uh, you know, having choices is bad or something like that. You know, just to cut to the chase here, you know, this, they're laying down the layers of psychological conditioning that are necessary for the public to accept centralized government control of the food supply, which, as we have studied at length, is precisely their stated objective. Now, skeptics like Tucker Carlson and yours truly, you know, many others have questioned the possibility that all the coincidental attacks on our food supply chain might be tied to a darker agenda. And, you know, you think about the political theater, think about Russia, 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 think about, you know, the stuff going on at the global, you know, in the global uh, digital inescapable surveillance state, you know, that that's all big stuff, but more practical and right at home is the fact that there's this dark agenda to centralize control of the food supply. They want us to have sustainable diets. And there have been over 540 fires that have killed over 3 million animals. That would be uh, cattle and pigs in just the last five years. And that's just one example. Another example would be the, uh, the more than 58 million egg-laying birds. 58 million egg-laying birds that have conveniently been culled by the government. That's just in the last two years. Friends, if you think about all of this stuff and what's really going on, you start to gain a little insight into the fact that Joe Biden said the food shortages are going to be real. That food shortages are going to be real. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, and it's because of Russia, Russia, Russia. No, it's because of Biden's failed policies. No, friends, it's because 
of the global cabal's plan to enslave us all. Hungry peasants are more compliant. They don't want us to be able to feed ourselves. They don't want us to be able to protect ourselves. They don't want us to be able to think for ourselves. And they sure as hell don't want us to be able to defend ourselves. That's why our priorities matter. Friends, based on all of the above, I'd say it's high time that we get our priorities in order. When you feel yourself getting sucked into the Russia, 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 or you find yourself caught up in some hype about Donald Trump or the 2024 election, don't forget to zoom out a little bit. There are bigger forces at play here, and they are dark forces, and none of them bode well for our future. Most of this stuff is way, way, way beyond our control. There is basically nothing that we can do to stop it, and therefore, we should prepare accordingly. We need to not forget that we are here to live free or die and resist we must, friends. That is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart on the Substack app and click that heart and give me some love subscribe if you have not subscribed already and of course the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know get out there and embrace this magical maniacal monday friends stay wise and i'll look forward to talking to you again soon